Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Boss Sports. Yeah, but in Trinidad, it, it, you Trinidad is not a real country, first of all. Uh, can you be critical of baseball in general? Like, I am. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm being critical right now. Well, you guys want to talk about some Patriots football right now? No. No. Look at you want stats? Just find okay. it. No, find it right now. Stop talking and find a stat. Two out of three. Do the stinking simple math. You just pissed off. You have something up your butt right now. <laughs> no, I'm doing called you I'm being on the fence, all right? No, no, no. It's my turn. You talk to Wyatt. That's a Homer response. It's not a Homer response. So you're telling me, no, you're Jared. Your adjective, your adjective is trying to minutes. That's all you're using to escape wanting to answer the question. Let me answer. Try not answering without using the word Homer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Boss Sports. My name's Tim Doyle, and on my left we have Mr. Ryan Robbins. How you doing, Ryan? Good. What's going on? I'm doing well. And on my right we have Mr. Jared Sinan. How you doing, Jared? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hanging in there. Hey, uh. Big, big news big just happened night. last night. The Chicago Cubs, for the first time in 108 years since 1908, are now world champions. World champions. American world champions. Uh, American. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to not technically Pref- world champions. It. But I guess all the best players in baseball do come to America to play. So I'd That's classify true. it as That's true. world champions. Um, pretty amazing feat. Um, it is a but very long time. At the same time, like I texted you last night. Yeah. If they had won, if they won, which was great, but and they broke the curse. But at the same time, you kind of wanted them to to lose so that the curse kind of conf- kept going. What's the biggest drought now for baseball or any sport? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I kind of regret. There's probably teams that haven't won. Period, though. But I kind of regret that the Red Sox won. What in in, in because, 04? Yeah, because the passion. Because I feel like, you know, the fans now they lost the passion. Like when the Red Sox play play the Yankees, it's just another game. The term pink hat was not even invented. Yeah, it's just another game. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. And so I feel like the Chicago Cubs fans they're gonna miss the miss the drought because now it's like okay we won. What's now next? what? Yeah. What's well, next? Well, what is next is sustaining excellence over a period of time, which the Red which Sox is- ended up doing. And that's what's next for the Chicago Cubs. I know yeah, it's, it's early. Happen. It's it's the day after, but I mean, you get one taste and you want more. We wanted more. We yeah. got more. You build something new. And uh, who is the person to build it all? Mr. Theo Epstein. Curse breaker. Curse breaker. You and I talked right before this started that um, John Henry's, three of John Henry's biggest mistakes um, in the last decade were on show last night. Yep. We had Theo Epstein. Lester, yeah, John Lester, Lester, and Terry Francona. Yep, all three of them. Like, it's funny because we, we, you were joking. Like you look at both yeah. teams, it was like Red Sox of um, last few seasons that yeah. were on there. Yep. I mean, even some like Rizzo was a Rizzo. Uh, he was a prospect for the Ross. Red Sox that we traded. Ross Lester, Nap, yeah. Nap, just, Coco Crisp. I know mean, it wasn't a couple years ago, but Andrew Miller was a Red Sox. Miller, yeah. And we traded him and that's, then resign him or whatever. So if you want to win a championship, you have to get a Red Sox players. <laughs> get to get Red Sox players and Theo Epstein. management. We yeah. joke, like, John Henry should go live by this rule. If Theo Epstein wants one of your players, say no. It's going to come back to bite you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's eight teams that technically have, in baseball at least, there's eight teams that have never won a World Series. The Rays, the Rockies, Mariners, Nationals, Padres, Brewers, Astros, and Rangers. Yeah, but when you say those teams, it's like there's no story behind it, even no. if they do win. You know, well, if- a lot of them are uh, a lot of them are uh, uh, like relocations, like yeah, they're, they're expansion, yeah, you know, they're, they're expansion, expansion teams. teams. 
they're new. So, I mean, they haven't had the the drought, the 108 years of of pain and sorrow. Oh man! But last night, <laughs> the goat the goat tried to come out. But tried. <laughs> the, the funniest <laughs> thing is, I was telling Bill like when um the Cubs were up. In a group message, I send that emoji of Billy go, goat, and then instantly the uh, Indians scored a couple of runs, right? And then like off the, that weird, yeah, weird right? wild pitch, and then the Cubs are still winning, and then you, it's like, oh, let's go Cubs, and I sent it again, and then it's a two and run, run. home run to tie yeah. it. I was like, whoa, this stuff is way too real right now. So then I that was the weirdest wild pitch ever. Oh, First gosh. of all, Lester doesn't throw crap like that, and then it bounced off his face mask, and then he twisted his ankle. It's just like, but would you guys agree with me? The Better manager um, from last night lost the game. Yep. Yes. Terry Francona 100%. completely outmanaged um, yep. Joe Madden. Yep. Terry Francona outmanaged everyone he played in the playoffs. But, but Joe Madden was considered, like, you know, top two Definitely. managers in, yeah. in baseball. But, like, it's almost like Madden went, went into the game and he had a blueprint. And he said, you know, this is what I'm going to do. He never factored how the game was going to flow right. or yep. anything. He's like, I wanted to go with my starting pitcher for five innings, Sean Lester for three, and um, Chapman for two. And it almost backfired. Yeah. He, he almost I mean, it really, it, it did kind of backfire. It yeah, didn't, well, didn't if, it did. Well, like, the reason why we can't say it did, because they won, but if they lost, we could say, yo, you you failed. Yeah. He got outmanaged last night. Most definitely. Uh, something I wanted to get into and talk about um, was... Last night, when you hit the rain delay, I just talk about baseball in general. So baseball in general has been struggling. Last night, they hit 40 million people watched Game 7. That's huge. More and, people have watched baseball in the past weeks than football. Yeah, and, and that's huge. And I, I thought it was it's a great thing for baseball. We all love baseball, but we know times have changed and people are taking their attentions to other things. A, a, a very interesting way to look at this, um, when there was the rain delay last night, it was like you had a Game 7. You had the Chicago Cubs on the verge of winning. Then in the ninth, they tie it with a two-run home run. or And all of a sudden, you just have this rain delay. And it looked like it was coming down, but it's like at some point, like for baseball, for Major League Baseball in general, like the worst thing they could have done was go to a rain delay. And I was like, why don't you just play? Like you had, now we know, because from last night we had the ratings, 40 million people watching you're about to get kids to sign up for Little League next year. You're, you're about to get a huge following because this game was epic. It was a game seven and it was back and forth. We went up and then someone caught up. It well, was back. It was unbelievable. It was it was epic in terms of like it was very dramatic, you know, high yeah. energy. But in terms of the quality of the game and baseball play, you're the purest, according to Timmy. According to Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you could tell us it wasn't pretty. No. I mean, it wasn't in terms of fundamentals and, you know, how yeah, the game a lot was of managed. Jitters. It wasn't a pretty game. In there terms was a of- lot of jitters except for the Cubs starting pitcher. He was so, like, exactly when when I saw Madden walking out, I, I was... He pulled him too early. I was well, so perplexed like said, what was happening. Madden coached, he managed to a blueprint, not to the game. No, yes. And it is so obvious. Like, he's like, all right. And in five, I'm going in. It's almost like if we had to manage, like, if we it was like a competition. You're like, hey, you won. You got to uh, manage... Game seven, the World Series. That's what rookies would do. It's like, oh, game seven. Okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah, he outmanaged himself. It's almost like we, it was a fancy football draft night. He thought about like it you too went much. in with a plan, and like it, you have to prepare, but you have to also factor how the game's going. How to it go. falls to you. Yeah, you can't just say, "Oh, I'm going to go in the fifth inning and take him out." But what the if one, he's pitching one, great, which he was. The one and thing you had he to lead. said too about bringing Lester was that he didn't want to bring him into a dirty inning, which a dirty inning is Someone what he brought into. Yep. He got brought into a guy on first. 
you know, with it just it it just was a mess. Like he was walking out, and I was just so confused Perplexed as to why it. it why he was doing that. And it, I feel like he, I feel like Madden like almost was like, like he just didn't know what to do. Like he's like, oh my gosh, we have a runner on first. The guy just walked. We ha- we have to get him out. We have yeah. to we have to take him out. Like we just have to do. I feel like he emotionally managed. I feel like the pressure of right. 108 exactly. years of not winning a world championship got to Madden, where he was almost trying to be picture perfect. Yeah. You know, he wants crosses, T's, dot his eyes. He's like this, you know, if I'm going to win this, I'm going to have a plan and stick to it. And he almost, that almost, he almost blew backfired. up in his face. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Matt Bishop asked a question on Facebook. Are the Cubs the most beloved team in baseball now? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, feel, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I it might be. No. I, I feel like I feel like last well, night a define, lot of people. What, what do you mean beloved? Yeah, beloved. Team. Like, they, like, am I going to become a Cubs fan? No, I'm still a Red Sox. Fan. I think everyone uh, last night was after they won was kind of a Cubs fan for you know about five well, minutes. We you talked I mean? about it. Like at the end of the day, like I could care less who won. Right. Cleveland. Yeah, I was I, I was ready to put a Cleveland status up or a Cubs. Like exactly. it really so, wasn't like, going to matter to me. It, it really didn't matter because both stories were great. Exactly, yeah. and to have Cleveland. To have the um, NBA Finals and, and World Series. Yeah. The, the only thing I switched my mind is when um, they tied the game in the late <laughs> and they got to LeBron. LeBron James yeah. like, no, nope, I can't do this. That's done you and J.R. Smith took his shirt off like does he's it, ready to go to the parade. Does it piss you off that he has his own reality TV show now because he won an NBA Finals. He thinks he's the savior of Cleveland. LeBron? <laughs> yeah. It's like he has. He's a, um, he's a businessman. He's trying to make money. No, but like it's, he's not trying to make money. He it's all about Cleveland, money. right? He and he has money. like other entrepreneurs and business owners like have a reality yeah. show and they give money to yep. other businesses. I'm like, dude, chill. <laughs> you're you're an athlete. Good money makes money. You're an athlete. You don't have a you don't have a degree. <laughs> like no. like you're not a business guy. Move on. Yeah. Try to maximize what you're. Yeah, but you're, I, everything that you could, you, so especially vain. in the position. I, I don't like LeBron yeah. as a person. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate the athlete, but I don't like him. As a person. Right. I'll, I'll have to agree with that. So, um, it just in general, the Chicago Cubs, how they battled back in general. It, it's funny because Joe Madden, he 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 put his team. I don't want to say he put it because I mean the team really battled back themselves, but they were down with three to one games, and just like as they got to that point, and it's it's crazy like how we got to Game Seven, and he had the huge jitters and made two or three mistakes that could have cost them, but they, it didn't luckily because throughout the entire season, the Chicago Cubs were the better team. So it showed at the very end, the better team did win, but he was lucky. I would say he was very lucky because well, Francona would have capitalized and they didn't quite pull through, but the Indians almost did. They almost took it away from him. What we, when um, the Indians faced the Red Sox, we were like, Oh, the Red Sox should win this. Yes. Like Francona outmanaged everyone in the American league to get to the world series. I mean, if they didn't have Terry Francona, I, I would probably say the Indians don't make it to the World Series. No. He completely outmanaged um, John Farrell. Gosh, he should be fired. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he outmanaged everyone. It wasn't even close. And he he, he even outmanaged um, Joe, um, Joe Madden. I just think Madden yeah. won because he had a better talent. Yes. I mean, yeah, you went through three giant teams with giant talent. Toronto, the Red Sox, <laughs> and, they and the Cubs. And they blew through them. And they blew through them. And yeah. they, almost, they almost just beat the Cubs, you know. They were up three games to one. Yeah, I mean, they, and that was the Frank only Kona game they lost in the postseason. Took, I mean, was the Cubs. he's got Napoli and Coco Crisp in your lineup. I mean, Co- how old is Coco? He's got to be like fifty years old. Like <laughs> he's doing it with with guys. He's just he's making it work. He empowers them. He is one of the biggest mistakes that 
John Henry ever made was getting rid of him, trying to change the clubhouse and trying to blame it on <laughs> Francona, Francona for everything. He scapegoat and he shouldn't have been. No, he shouldn't I, have been. It frustrates me to this day that they even allowed that to happen. No kidding. Like, it's, when you have something good, you got to keep Imagine it. what the Redskins could have been this season with Francona behind. Oh, yeah. Man, mention this, this team. Because we had... We, I, mean, I would have been with Ryan. I would have said they would have made the World Series. Yeah, well, we all talked about it. On paper, we had one of the most talented teams yes. in the American League, in, in all of baseball. Yes. And well, they, we know on paper it means nothing. No, but your manager is supposed to maximize well, your potential. paper, and, the Cubs were an amazing team, yeah, too. Yeah, they were they, But no, I'm saying on paper, like they had the best, one of the most talented teams. Yeah. And your manager, their job is to maximize and have you live up to your potential. If Terry Fancona's manager in the Red Sox, I, I believe they would have been in the World Series. Because, I mean, it would be two or three, four games difference, and that's a huge difference in stand-ins. And I just, John Farrell just sucks. <laughs> really Matt Bishop's got all the questions tonight. What's better, Cavs versus uh, Cavs over Golden State or the Cubs comeback over Cleveland? Just because wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, what, is it more the, Well, you have to the, factor history, and then the, you have to go with Cubs. Yeah, the Cavs. Oh, what you mean just winning in Golden general? State, yeah. Or, or the comeback. The com- I guess I would say... Well, the, if I was going to catch the comeback. comeback from the Cavs beating the Warriors is better, but the win for the Cubs is better. It, 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 you know, like the, the actual feat of overcoming, because in basketball, it's like near impossible to come back from a 3-1 deficit. No, well, in any sports... It, it's always tough, but I would give it. I would give it to the. There was a stat if you if you lose game one, if you win game one in the World Series, eighty six percent chance that you win it. <sighs> and they lost game one, and then you factored three to one. The percentages were against them. Oh yeah. So I, you know, I think that's it's it's a push. With I guess that. It, I guess it would I just be think the team. One hundred and eight years, and I don't like LeBron, so that's why I'm leaning towards <laughs> one hundred and eight years. I mean that history alone. I guess I guess I look at it as two juggernaut teams going up against each other and. It and the Cavs weren't supposed to win. I don't know. Well, I'll put it this way: like I feel like would the Indians say, shouldn't s- have been in the position of up three one. No, you know but, what I mean? But would you say that Golden State lost the finals, but but the Cubs won the World Series? Yeah, Golden State choked. I mean, they lost um, they, Bogart yeah. um, for that. Um, he got injured or something like that. I can't remember. This a few months ago, but they lost the finals. The Cubs earned the World Series. They they won it. That's true. So that's I, why I would say the Cubs. Uh, I'll take. I'll take the Cubs. Anyway. As, as, a, as a harder to yeah, overcome well, from I feel down three like one. They. I feel like they deserve to win. Where LeBron James, even though he had that remarkable game seven, yeah, Golden State should have been. Because um, Golden State was by far the superior team, the more talented team. Where they lost, they were they were almost the Cubs of the NBA, and they yeah. they lost, but the Cubs actually pulled it out. Yeah. So, from a Red Sox standpoint. As we look at the season as a whole, because we haven't really talked about the Red Sox and the ending and and all this kind of stuff, but I know Ryan, you made a claim that they're going to make the World Series, and I'm not going to, you know, totally like put you on the spot. But it's like, so what do you see? What do the Red Sox have to fix to be in a place where the Cubs and the Indians were to win a World Series? What what needs to change? Obviously, there needs to be changes made. Yeah. What is the biggest? We'll start. Yeah, we'll start with the biggest thing that you think that they need to get to that next step because obviously. It was a huge miscue. I mean, I have some personal ideas. But. I know the. I mean, I think it's what we were talking about the whole season. It was pitching. It's just they need more pitching, and they picked up Buckles. Did you guys not see that? They picked up his option. His for option. 2017. Yeah, no, I, I they started. They started the off season with two big mistakes: bringing back John Farrell, picking up Clay Buckles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those at, during the season. If, and Lavello, Lavello had an interview with the Diamondbacks. Oh, he's he's gone. He's gone. But so like, I mean. 
it, during the season, if you said, like, what are the two main changes that the Red Sox had to do at the offseason, we would have said, let Kyle Buckles walk. And, and fire John Farrell. Exactly. And they did the reverse. Maybe, I mean, they might be picking, hopefully, for some some miraculous thing is going to happen. They're going to pick up Buck Colts' option, and then they're going to trade him for for something better. Hopefully, I mean, but, I mean, kind of cross your fingers. That's exactly what we went through during the trade deadline where yeah. there was no value. Yeah. There's no value. Who would trade for Clay Buckle? A washed-up starting pitcher who's now stuck in the bullpen. Exactly. I mean, who's going to be a free agent next season. I mean, but if you get – I would say if, if – I would prefer to have – if you get a if you get a, a Tier 1 prospect for him. You won't, you won't get that. I know, but I would take a prospect. <laughs> I mean, with the whole the whole season we talked about having what you know rather than the prospect, but at yep. this point with Buckholtz, I would rather well, just take the, we the know what with we the prospect. Have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we know what we have. We have but a guy I think, who you can depend, who yeah. will give you one or two flashes, and you get so frustrated because he's supposed to be talented, but he just can't stay on. Are you talking about Clay or are you talking about John Farrell? <laughs> yeah. Because it's both one and the same, right? Yeah, ex- John Farrell. So, Ryan, would you finally fire John Farrell? It, it, as an absolute necessity, are you willing to go there? Yeah, and I admit, I I think we talked the last time we said no, I, no, no. I know, I, I, I so hundred percent yeah, like, now. Like, but a sense of urgency, like they he's coming back next year. Like, I think, and I think it's a disappointment yeah. to the franchise. Like, as fans I don't think they watching have, this, I think it's ridiculous. I don't think they should have brought him back. Um, but I think now, I think now that he now he's on he's on that Joe Madden short leash. You know, he's gonna be. If, so if they do, you so, know. So this year we're just going to have like you know he's on a hot seat, and what are they just going to fire and bring someone in midway through the season? And That's then are we going to have to wait? Are we going to have to wait another year to like? I don't know. It, it would be very tough to win a World Series with a half like half of a year coach. And we'd have still. So it's like we're throwing the season away. Like I don't. I think that there needs to be. I don't. Isn't know. Isn't that what it's, you guys wanted to do happen. this past season, though? When we were on track to yeah, but we knew really well. Yeah, but we knew that it probably wouldn't end in a good result from going to the World Series. We thought maybe it. Yeah, because you have to remember when we. It's said more of that, like we got to get rid of they him. They were struggling, and it was kind of like they weren't weren't a lock to be in the playoffs. Yeah, and then the trade deadline happened, and we accepted like, well, John Farrell is going to be here, and then they end up performing really well. Yeah, and then they just didn't live up to it. I think the issue, to be honest, I think they lost a lot of momentum um, going into the last week of the season. That's what it was. They lost the momentum. I feel like they clinched the playoffs, and then they just, okay, we can glide for the rest of the season. Let's you know, let's finish you know po- what, Poppy's you know, goodbye tour and you all know that when stuff. When it fell apart, it's when they clinched the division and they lost to the walk-off home run to the Yankees. Because remember, they were peaking. Yeah. They were yep. peaking, and they were yep. rolling. They lost. They, it was almost like they couldn't get over that hurdle because they almost they had to fake it till they make it kind of thing. They cleansed the division, but they lost in a walk off grand slam, wasn't it? Yep. To the Yankees, and they couldn't recover. They couldn't after that game. They could not recover because mentally that must have been tough to, like you know, like oh mentally hey. as a fan it was tough. It but was really awkward. A, yeah, imagine being like a baseball player. It's like you know really awkward. And You're trying to celebrate first, a division first title. time I've ever seen like a division celebration in baseball. After you lost a game. But after you lost the game, but the manager had to like give a speech to start the party. Yeah, it's like wait a minute, no, you normally they so walk reversed. in and it, they have champagne and everything yeah, like that just, going everywhere. But they, they had to like almost like um, John Farrell's like, listen, guys, it's a very somber room. Yeah, but I remember and the I cameras in there. It's just like that was for oh. me. Was, was <laughs> like, the, uh, that was the breaking point where they just yeah. could not recover. Same. They stumbled the rest of the way because they had the opportunity to be have the best record in the American League and they end up being third in the American League. Um, and then they stumble into the playoffs. They f- faced Cleveland Indians. Swept. And they got swept. 
so I got one more question for you. Um, there's a it, question now, on the Facebook thing. That I think oh, is another question? To. Yeah, shoot it out. Well, there's a couple, but this. this Chris Ballou guy asked. Bullia? Yeah. Other than your favorite team, who has the best uniforms? Other than your favorite in baseball? Uh, I don't know. Let's get some Chris. Let's get some uh, clarity on that, Chris. Yeah, Mr. Chris. Bullier. Throwbacks or current uniforms? We'll go with that uh, while Chris gives us. Uh, or I love the Charger Tim. uniforms. Charger uniforms yeah, are nice. They're super nice. There's Jay, nothing that you can do Jay, wrong. That's with the them. one thing they did right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the unis right. What were you gonna say on your next your next thought? Uh, did you I like. Your- I personally like. The oh my, my next stop not yeah, the question while he clarifies hopefully uh, yeah hopefully Chris if you're still there please clarify for us uh, who is this I don't know I don't know if we can be objective about it I th- I think I can be who painted the better epic curse breaker picture the Chicago Cubs or the Boston Red Sox, Red Sox. what was the better story no, Red, Red Sox. Sox the reason why. Who did the Cubs have to go through to get to the World Series? World Series in the NL? No one. They were yeah. the The Red Sox had to face the Yankees, and they had equal, if not better, talent than we did. Every single time we had to go through through the World Series, almost against yep. the Yankees, and we had to go. That's that was like you know the the big big gorilla in the room. It's like all right, here we go. We have to face the Yankees down three nothing. Yep. That that for me is epic. So I'll play devil's advocate, and then we swept you. the World Series. Yep. Yeah. Don't don't tell me you're gonna get me mad. No, no, I'm just I'm announcing. <laughs> I'm trying them. to be I'm nice. Playing devil's advocate. I'm not actually going against because I I agree with you. But if so, a Cubs fan or, or people in general as a national looking at, first of all, it's brand new. It's people are holding it in their hands and it's like this is crazy. This is unbelievable. It was a game seven, and then this battle that we watched and put on display. It was a pretty epic comeback in itself. It was three to one. It wasn't the down three games to none, which was in my opinion, and then sweeping the same. I felt like. I've always felt with the Red Sox that the St. Louis series was just like nothing. Yeah. Like it would, there was no real, I mean, there was emotion when we finally capped it, but it was just like, this is ours. Like it's over. Like the hump was beating the Yankees. It, the hump wasn't the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, it's almost the, um, the American league championship was our world series. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even play devil's advocate. I'm trying to, and I can't <laughs> because I'm taking I'm taking the ALCS and I'm pointing it against this well, the World right, Series. So I would say this, and I would say that that was way bigger. So the Red Sox ALCS as a whole, right? I would say the Red Sox breaking the 86 year old curse was a better story. Okay, if you look more as a microcosm of the World Series, the Cubs Cleveland World Series is better than their Red Sox yes. Cardinals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, game seven was better than game four. So the World Series is better, but I think I, I was, I was uh, more alluding wor- to the curse in general, yeah, both the, curses. The World were- Series is more entertaining for the Cubs, 86 years Cardinals. and the 108. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that, I, 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 have, I have a feeling people are going to try to say that the Cubs was sweeter because of the game seven in the World Series. But and it was longer. It was but- longer, but I, I, I say that World Series for us no, was here, the here's ALCS. the thing, though, with the Cubs, like the entire season. They were supposed to be the best. They were the team to beat. Right when in 03 and 04, what year? Did Ours was a try hard. 04. Like, 04, we weren't the like the juggernaut. You no. had to go through the Yankees, the other teams in the um, in our. Conference. It was when the, it was when the the tail end of the Yankees being the like super team. Yeah, it's like we still had to face them, and I, you know, there was no guarantee because weren't we the wild card? Yes. I mean that alone. It shows. We didn't win our division, no. so it, it was it was a, we didn't have the a best tougher record. battle. You're down three zero, almost, and the whole you know cowboy up, the idiots yeah, kind yeah, of the thing. Idiots, like, yeah. The whole personality of that team was so much more entertaining than the Cubs. Definitely, I, I would I would agree with that. There's there's no way that the Chicago Cubs had a better 
painted picture of how they won it and how they did it. I'd say that it's a great story in itself by itself, but it, I don't think it compares to the, the Boston Red Sox. We could be wrong. Is there any is clarification on that uh, question? He there? said past or present. He didn't say what sport, but I oh, mean, we, we got someone from Michael, Michael Kennedy. Mike Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, but he said, he just said, yeah, baseball. I love the Astros throwback jerseys. Oh man, I love them. The He's Astros, got the orange. And the I like star KC's. I like the yeah. Royals jerseys. Yeah. I like the hats. I love any '80s jersey. Yeah, those <laughs> are pretty, those they're are pretty, pretty awesome. Good. I love the Yankees. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's a lie. You know, <laughs> stupid pinstripes. Looks you like know. you're in jail. How Gosh, epic is David Yankees. Ross's career now? Looking from the beginning to end, two sting to Lear, the Cub House of the Red Sox and the Cubs. Um. He's not a Hall of Famer, if that's no. What no, I, 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 I thought it's a great story. You know, he's. What I think he's he, definitely got clutch moments. Old. Yeah, yeah, he's got clutch moments. He's he's a great team he's a high guy, character guy, high character yeah. guy. I think that's where it starts and ends. With this kind of. It's kind of like I. I it's almost I, like a. Teddy. I felt great for him. Like that was so cool. Well, like what, what, do, what they did for what him. You compare him similar to like Teddy Bruschi. You know, he did everything the right way, but he's not a Hall of Famer. That's a that's a great that's a Hall great of analogy. Fame player. Yeah, great analogy. Because it's like, thank it's, you, Timmy. Yeah, that car ride did, did work. Well. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll give you a compliment. Thank you, bud. I'm gonna have to wait six months. Yeah, for the next one. <laughs> um, so the start of the NBA season too. Just started. Just started. Well, before like we get into that, what's the biggest need for the Red Sox? Oh, pitching. I would, I would say fire. Wasn't that crazy? Manager, but That's <laughs> pitching is definitely number one. Isn't that crazy? Because you have. David Price, you have um, Porcello, you have Joe yeah. Kelly. Yeah, you, you actually have pitchers, but no one that you can trust. Now, who do you think is going to replace um, David Ortiz? Because this is going to be the first season I where think, we can actually his have name? the kid from uh, Toronto. What's his name? Lars Anderson. Remember that guy? No, <laughs> no, I think <laughs> uh, he was supposed oh, to be the Lars Anderson. I think they're going to. I think they're going to move. Uh, Ignacion, is that who it is? That's what who David Ortiz like. Um, Nominated to replace him. Yeah, you should. I think they'll move. Han- think- I think they're going to move Hanley to DH. They'll move Shaw to first, and then well, they'll they bring even- up. Uh, they'll have what's his uh, the prospect kid at third. But you still have Pablo. No, you won't. Pablo's still on your team. It's just going to be a hard contract. Yeah, to move. but he. I don't. I don't know. He's going to be hard. He's going to have to be on your roster. I think. I think they'll million? try. I think they'll try to dump him. I think they'll try to. I know it's gonna. I know it's gonna be rough to try to. But I don't. But I don't do, know. Do if you we'll think see. this is the first season since David Ortiz has been here, where we're going to see a DH by committee, or are they going to commit those big dollars and get like an Encarnacion um, on the team? I would. I would think because of the way John Henry is, and he had David Ortiz here for so many years. I mean, um, I'll try it, to answer the, this the Red Sox were kind of. The I f- think they're going to go with Encarnacion, but. They were the first team to what have a dedicated DH. What should DH. we do? Well, because they're they're really the only could be different team from what John has, Harry will do. That has a dedicated DH. That Everyone was else, so yeah. super productive. Because DH, if you look at like um, across the rest of the league, the DH position is normally like a seven or eight hitter. Yeah, it's rare when they're in the top. It's just someone who yeah. needs someone who might need a break from the field. Exactly. But you want they, their they bat. They just do it kind of just yeah. by rotation. But uh, in, like, I'm actually really curious to see who they have to replace. I, them, okay, well, if if Sandoval is still there, maybe I would say I th- still think. I mean, Sandoval's bat isn't that great, though. No, I think he's solid. If you so, if, would you put? I think Hanley's a better bat than him. though. Oh yeah, absolutely. But would you would you consider putting like Hanley at uh, DH, Shaw at first, and Sandoval at third? Yeah, yeah, I would do that. Because wasn't Shaw a first baseman? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, so he was a first base. He was a first baseman turned third baseman, which is weird because Hanley was a left side of the infield player that they turned into a first baseman. So. 
I, I don't know the thought process on that, mm-hmm. but apparently it worked out a little bit. Now, who's who's going to become the next David Ortiz for the Red Sox? Is it Bogarts? Is it Mookie Betts? No. Is it um, to- Jackie Brad? Who's going to be for, with the team the longest and develop the staple? That? The dust. Yeah, of the who's joy going to become the David face Ortiz. of the Red Sox? Well, Mookie. Has to be the face. You of think so? Side. You think he has the personality? I don't think he's going to be the DH though. No, no, not the DH. But no, no, just, no, like just the person. You know, like the, David the Ortiz the Red Sox. and um, the I think Red it's going to be by committee. The correlations been oh, there for the last. Yeah, you, know, you think beautiful. Red Sox think Ortiz? No, I think I think it'll be the three of them. I think I think it'll be Bogarts, See, Betts, and I just think Bradley, the bees. Mo- uh, Betts, he's just too, you know, quiet and reserved. Yeah. So I mean, this could but, be a real opportunity for him to step out. You think it's going to be Bogey then? I still don't know if they have that person. I don't. I think Bogey's quiet too. I, I, think, I think it's all three of them. I think Bradley, um, Jackie Bradley, Mookie Betts, and Xander Bogarts—they're all part of the same cloth. They cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Where they're just really like they're young, they're excited, but you know, get to work, get to business. Where Ortiz was—he had a personality about him. Big Poppy, you know, he had a nick, nickname that we all kind of just like associate with the Red Sox. Yes, it's going. It's, it's his first time in like a long time where the Red Sox is going to be. Like another team. Yeah. I, if anything, I think Ortiz was separated us from being the Yankees. Where the Yankees are all about business. Where Ortiz and like you had Pedro, um, they kind of personified like you know a loose atmosphere, and we were kind of like the people who who had fun with the Yankees, were the people who just went to work. Yeah. And now I'm I'm, I'm afraid we're going to kind of trend back towards this being like a year every other team. Yeah. Well, you know what I think we should do? We should trade a. Uh... Uh, price for Lester. That'd be nice. Uh, then Lester could be the face. Yeah, of the right. That's not but still, Lester doesn't have the personality. No. If but, price, if people if, would people would draw to him naturally because, because of what he's done. But still, I don't think you know. Initially, yes, because he's John Lester. And I guess we'll have to wait to see if Bogart I think or if, if can do something like that because now that David Ortiz would be out and someone's gonna. If Price, Someone's gonna if connect price with it. comes in next year and has a David Price year, no, absolutely not. I don't know because everyone's gonna David be Price, David Price is not gonna do he, it for me. To be honest, he's too nice and too apologetic. Yeah, he is. He has a bad start, and he's like, "Oh, I want you guys to love me. I'll do better." Yeah, no, blah, thank blah, blah, you. Blah. Just honest. He's not. <laughs> I, I, I think he's just. I don't he makes, not like him. I just he's like he's very, too apologetic. Like he, he's, he he's makes like uh, what's, don't don't make what's excuses. The outfielder. What was the outfielder we used to have? It was just very lax. Today's cool all the time. JD Drew. JD Drew. He's JD Drew. Uh, man, great, see, great we player. Don't have a Manny Ramirez. He would be the perfect person to. Yeah, take someone over. who's extremely charismatic. I don't know if you'd want. No, nah, I don't want. Yeah, I'm running, running. What do you think um, Ortiz is going to do next? Ortiz? Yeah, in what's general. His, what's his next step in life? Oh, he's got a brand of salsa out. He has now. restaurants. He has, he has a, a club. The Big Happy, the Sam Adams brew that they're yeah, coming out. They're only releasing yeah. that for a little while, though. It's 30 bucks per bottle, and it's only what? 521 bottles are being made. Wow. However many home runs he had. Someone buy a bottle and that's keep it forever. That's actually cool, though. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a collect. collect yeah. Yeah, it stinks, though. You wouldn't be able to open it and drink it. Yeah. So uh, there is a couple other questions on the uh, on the table. Do we want to save those? Football, yeah, summer. Say, do we want to save those or do we want to... Um, we did talk about Theo and Lester. Caleb, thank you for uh, putting that in there. Caleb McClagan, uh, we talked about them man. in the beginning. Pay attention. Uh, you can go back and, and listen to that. That was at the very beginning of the, uh, of the video. Um, so, yeah. Why don't we wrap it up with some we'll uh, NBA talk real quick, and we'll save those uh, football questions. We'll, we'll save that for another episode, right? Yeah, definitely. All right. Do you want to answer those football questions real quick? Nope. No? No. Nope. Not at all. We're you guys are going to stay on topic. Oh. We're baseball right now. Yeah. <laughs> football. Gosh. Well, you know, I just... All right. So is that it? Is that all we have time for? Yes. The, the Facebook live I mean, feed? that's bas- it's basically going to be what happened last night. Once the Cubs won, I was like, good job, guys. Click. Bed. Yeah, go to bed. Like, that's it. That's all we got. And you missed the club Cubs winning the World Series. 
What? No, I stayed oh. up. Did you stay up? Yeah. So how come when I texted you, you didn't respond? Because that I is rude. Because my... <laughs> And because you didn't respond just out of spite. Okay. He can't pick Here's up what, no. <laughs> like, Here's what happened. This is I'm le- sitting this two is feet from my TV going happened. like this on my phone. You guys are This is legitimately what happened. I, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this rain delay. I'm not. I was like, I'm going to bed. Whatever. I put I put my phone on Do Not Disturb because I knew you were going to try to blow it up. And so, <laughs> so I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I go to bed. I get in bed and I'm sitting there and I'm like, yep. no. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, because everyone's going to talk about it right. the next day. So I got up and I finished watching it. But yeah, no, it, you had to watch it. I, it you had like that I feel. said, it happened. I gave him a nod. I was like, nice. Click. Yeah. <laughs> and then went to bed. I was like, I watched it. Here's a fun, okay. s- fun, silly question we got. Who would win in an arm wrestling competition? The Rock or David Ortiz? Rice and beans. David <laughs> Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dominican Republic, rice and beans. Uh, David Ortiz. <laughs> Where is that question? I don't see that question. Some- oh. Tim had that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it on the Facebook post. Oh, it's, right, it's right there. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, doesn't matter, I man. I like Chris's. Chris actually asked a really good one that I that I looked at, and I meant that which is harder to do: win twenty games or hit fifty home runs. In today's game, Woo. yeah, hit fifty. Yeah, hit ever 50 since they cracked runs. down on steroids, it, it, no one's really doing no one, that. Yeah, but you have what two or three pitchers who win twenty games each season, and maybe one player who hits fifty, if that who comes close to it. So hit hit fifty. Home runs in today's game is a lot harder. Definitely. A lot harder. How many 20-game was it? Not uh, a lot of 20-game winners. No, not a lot at all. But, it, like, you're not surprised when someone wins 20 games. But you, it's, you are, it's a feat. I no, mean, but you, you are it's surprised. It's a big deal. In today's game, you are surprised when someone hit 50 home runs because it's such a, a, an anomaly. You're, like, you're kind of like, oh, who? Chris Davis, when he hit, like, 40-something home runs or 50 home runs a couple of seasons ago, I was like, what? That still happens? Yeah. Because, like, during the steroid era, everyone did it. Yeah, everyone did it. Everyone did it. And so back then, like, yeah, it's easy. Everyone hit home runs. But now you you can't. Not at all. So definitely hitting 50 home runs. But they are changing the strike zone. Get a guy to produce like that. Wow. I meant to text you you guys last night, the strike zone. He was all over the place. Were you you really disturbed and sad about it? Uh, Yes and no, because (laughs) there was one or two pitches for both teams that it was like, you know, the one thing I loved is they got rid of the K-cam. For during the during the during actual the live game because yeah. I hate it because it's so inaccurate. And then they show like they showed there was one um, Hendricks he the the guy he walked that got him pulled. They showed it and it was it was so far into the strike zone right over the corner of the plate and the guy just called it a ball. And yep. then the next pitch that Lester threw was like right there and he called it a strike and I'm like, what? Like if I, like where are they changing you know about? I mean? They use an electronic like, system thing, or here's the thing when we brought up, I think we brought it up. You you are all about keeping the game the same way because you believe that's part yeah, of the game. It so is. Shouldn't, shouldn't you just accept it? Because that's what you love. Doesn't mean I can't complain about it. No, but you love it though. Like you, I I want to fix it. I would rather have it be co- computer automated. <laughs> no, I just, you know, like you don't. Isn't at the end of the day, do you want it to be right? Because you're complaining about it not being right. So I rather have it be right than have human error and say like, oh, that's part of the game. That's for me. This is my opinion. It's like it's just being more like accepting the way it's yeah. been instead of trying to improve. Like oh well, we've always had. Human error in the game, but yet here we are critiquing the umpire. Yeah, you know if you critique it, well, you want to improve it, then you should want to get closer to being more accurate. And the only way to do that, you take technology. You take human um, interpretation out of it, right? Yep. Which 
What about putting a microchip in the football to know if it crossed the goal? I'm line? all about that. I yeah. think that makes uh, I'm sense. surprised they haven't and done I, that. I actually think they should do that with baseball, where if because we saw it last night in the replay where they couldn't tell if the guy hit the first base first in a glove, have a, a touch sensor. Like if the glove makes contact with the ball, a sensor goes off, and then have it like if your shoe touches the base, and then you can time it out, compare it in which one hits first. It's going to be in milliseconds or microseconds. Plus, if you put a microchip inside of a football, if anyone tries to put a needle in there. The so only, the only, <laughs> Timmy, the only, we were talking about Joe Buck before we got on, on the air. The only thing that I agreed with, I've ever, I think I agreed with Joe Buck for the first time last night. And he said during the review, Are you sure? when, uh, the Cubs pinch runner did a slide into second and they were wondering, you know, no, everyone got confused when they did the review oh, and yeah. called it out. Yep. And he actually said the, the only thing that I've ever agreed with him, he's like, baseball needs to have an announcement like in football. They yeah. need to come out and say, this is what they're challenging. This is what it needs to take, and then after afterwards, come out and say, "Okay, here's what's happening." So I'm because curious. no one knows. I'm curious from your standpoint. Are, do you like the replay system? Because it goes back to your argument where you know, well, that's part of the game. You know, the umpire makes the call, you accept it. Yeah. But now they're trying to improve it. So, like, do you like the replay system, or you rather have it just be like, you know, that's what it's called. The match could challenge it. The umpires could kind of create. So a conference. my my thing is is I. I don't mind it. It's because originally it was designed for the home runs. That's all it was was for home runs. Yeah. When it first came into the league, that's all it was for home runs. My thing is when it gets super, super duper nitpicky. Like there was one um, one review where the guy was sliding, and as he was sliding in a second, for the littlest millisecond, because he was sliding, nothing was touching the bag. Like his stomach was over it, and the and the the glove was on. Like technically, he's out. I'm like, come on, that's like literally a, a hair. But technically, because the review was there, you know, the stuff like that. But isn't technically saying the right call is he's out, but we're going to give a margin error? Like, yeah. That's, that's what you're trying to say. No. Like, I, I'm, I'm just playing devil advocate right here because, like, I don't know what I it's believe. It's a progression of the but, sport. But, like, I'm saying, like, it's almost like there's, there's a catch-22 where yeah. you, you romanticize the human aspect of the game, but then we also critique it and we want it to be more accurate. But, like, well, how do you do that and create keep that balance? Yes. And if anything, like I think football went to starting to go to that extreme where they're replaying everything is killing the game. Yeah, yeah. Every turnover, every score, every baseball is slow. What I heard, I heard a great. um, Fine, you go ahead. Timmy, (laughs) you've been quiet for the last five minutes of the best episode we've ever had. (laughs) I heard a great, uh, great idea. Like, so don't you agree? Like, most people didn't watch the. Whole World Series, right? They only watch Game Seven, right? Most people. Most people. Wouldn't it be the great? ratings were up pretty high though? A lot yeah, of but, the but games for, were beating. But NFL. Game Seven's the one that we loved, right? Because the drama was there, of and course. we even we see it with a micro in a microcosm with the um, wild card game. One game wins it all. Baseball should go to a format where it's a one game advance. Like you play one game and you advance. You play one game and you advance. Think about how, like, the intensity of yeah. that game. Because it's almost Winter like it's watered home. down. It's like, okay, it's best of seven. Well, I really don't have to watch the first three games because it really doesn't matter until the fourth game. Well, you could, and you could, it would open up a room for a format. You could have more teams in it, and you could play a week-to-week like football but, does in the playoffs. Well, isn't that the reason why football is so successful is that they have yeah. it super concentrated? You only have to tune in once a week, and, and it helps what about, viewership. Um, the other thing I was thinking about, too, last night was during the rain delay. What about doing what football does and having one stadium be the World Series stadium? There's no home field. You don't travel yeah. back and forth. There's a seven-game series at one stadium. Make people travel that's what to it is. That, that place. 
That but, would be. But they can control, especially with weather in baseball. They could go in a dome stadium. You don't have to worry about rain delay. You don't you have to play worry in the about south anything like that. You, yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? To, yeah. I'm wondering if that's ever going to happen in baseball. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I mean, center location too. Yeah. It would help with their revenue from each city and like some place that doesn't to promote is not going to you know. Yeah. Typically, be in the World Series would get uh, revenue that way. The only difference is like the Super Bowl is one night. Where the World Series is spread across two weeks. Yeah, yeah, but they could do it quicker if they have it in one location. It's spread out so much because there's there's travel time in between games, yeah. you know. So they could eventually they could essentially but do how it. Many, in, re- realistically, you know, how many people could actually travel for an entire week? And like, I mean, you wouldn't travel for a whole week. You would just go to game two. You would travel for game. Yeah, two. like for me, if I wanted to go World and Series, travel for game four or whatever, I'd rather just have it be local. Yeah, be right. I mean, yeah. it's just pros and cons to it for sure. Definitely. I think it'd just be easier to control. But I was back to back to the replay thing. I've always I've always stated. Um, Dang, I've always thought because, <laughs> like you said, there's been a lot more replays in in football, football, and it takes up time. What they need to do is get a group of people, whether it be in New York or just one central location, people who watch it. I th- I've told you this before. Watch That's what baseball it, does. Make a decision, and then boom, it's done. That's what baseball. You does. don't have the head ref go over to the sideline. Look at it and, and make, make the it call. Just if you want to cut down on time. Only only argument with that is sure, that sometimes, you know, people in New York who are watching this, they're restricted by their camera angles. Or like, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes they don't get a clear shot and have set it, them up with all the camera angles. But I mean, Belichick's been wanting to get um, end zone cameras and the NFL won't do that. So imagine how many. Yeah, so more but, progression. In no, it. no. But like. Imagine, right, that's I'm talking about how to fix it. But imagine how difficult that's going to be. Like you're going to have like almost like 360 cameras everywhere. So the only the only advantage the way I could see because they're kind of. So what's the difference with the no, no, sky in the I, middle I, going to see? But I I think they have the happy medium right now where they have the camera angles. They go and have a conference with New York, but now they have the person who has first person point of view of the actual yeah, play. But, but and they kind of balance. If there's that. too many replays like you talked about, it, and then it becomes convoluted. No, well, I think rarely does attention. the rarely does the head referee see stuff though. I know, it's, but you know it's, I mean? it's kind of nice. And he relies to have on his field judges. He's kind of it's kind of nice to have that first person point of view. Yeah. I, my complaint is that they they're reviewing too many things. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I thought so that's what not, my idea not, was to come to help that so, so you don't but, have to but your idea it. they still review the, the same number of things to so just have it be yeah I, so I just, no so in general you I don't like that they're reviewing everything too, many too much okay yeah, yeah that's that's, different that's my complaint okay right. and the flags are just so super annoying all, all right, right we guys. need to wrap it up yeah, we're we <laughs> we've kept all right people go to bed um yeah thanks for tuning in a long episode of boss sports it's fun to be back with these guys uh check us out my episode is actually longer my solo podcast wow wow <laughs> cool cool story <laughs> no one check us out check us out on soundcloud uh boss sports podcast on facebook email us boss sports podcast at gmail.com all that good stuff uh you see you guys me. later